Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Minnesota cop awarded $585,000 after colleagues snooped on her DMV data by Louise Matsakis. In 2013, Amy Kreckelberg received an unsettling notice from Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources. An employee had abused his access to a government driver's license database and snooped on thousands of people in the state, mostly women. Kreckelberg learned that she was one of them. When Kreckelberg asked for an audit of accesses to her DMV records, as allowed by Minnesota state law, she learned that her information, which would include things like her address, weight, height and driver's license pictures, had been viewed nearly 1,000 times since 2003, even though she was never under investigation by law enforcement. In fact, Kreckelberg was law enforcement. She joined the Minneapolis Police Department in 2012 after spending eight years working elsewhere for the city, mostly as an officer for the Park and Recreation Board. She later learned that over 500 of those lookups were conducted by dozens of other cops. Even more eerie, many officers had searched for her in the middle of the night. Kreckelberg eventually sued the city of Minneapolis, as well as two individual officers, for violating the Driver's Privacy Protection Act, which governs the disclosure of personal information collected by state motor vehicle departments. Earlier this week, her case prevailed. On Wednesday, a jury awarded Kreckelberg $585,000, including $300,000 in punitive damages from the two defendants, who looked up Kreckelberg's information after she allegedly rejected their romantic advances, according to court documents. I think that the jury's verdict shows that people do take privacy quite seriously and that they take women's privacy seriously, says Sarah St. Vincent, a surveillance and national security researcher at Human Rights Watch who attended the trial. She's studying similar cases across the country. There have been dozens of lawsuits against Minneapolis and other Minnesota cities in recent years over alleged abuses of licensed databases. Most of the cases were settled out of court or dismissed. Kregelberg's is the only one to have gone to trial. Two of Kreckelberg's lawyers, Sonia Miller-Van Oort and Jonathan Strauss, say that their client suffered harassment from her colleagues for years as the case proceeded, and that in at least one instance, other cops refused to provide Kreckelberg with backup support. She now works a desk job. 
We're disappointed in this verdict, but the city takes very seriously the importance of data privacy, says Susan L. Siegel, the Minneapolis city attorney. She stressed that the police department's policies have changed in recent years. Minneapolis employees are now required to enter a reason when they search DMV records. Previously, to learn to use the database, officers were encouraged to go back to work and look up some of their friends and family members, says Siegel. There was not this awareness. Minnesota did have at least one rare accountability measure in place. It kept a log of when the DMV database was searched, and citizens have the right to request their file. Without that digital trail, Krekelberg likely wouldn't have had the evidence to bring a case. In many other states, similar protections don't exist, even for more advanced technologies like facial recognition software. Policies can differ greatly because police departments, says Cade Crockford, director of the Technology for Liberty program at the ACLU of Massachusetts, there's virtually no uniformity, she says. That makes it difficult for citizens to know when their information has been improperly accessed by the government, which happens not infrequently. A 2016 investigation by the Associated Press found hundreds of instances where law enforcement officials misused confidential databases for personal purposes, like to dig up dirt on romantic partners, neighbors, and journalists. One Ohio officer ran checks on his ex-girlfriend and pleaded guilty to stalking her. Two Miami-Dade officers looked up a reporter who published negative stories about their department. I was a trooper for a long time, and it was a common practice for troopers to run someone's name through the Massachusetts criminal record system for reasons besides law enforcement, Michael Szymanski, a former state trooper who was disciplined for abusing a police database, told Commonwealth Magazine in May. I can't tell you how many times I saw troopers run their next-door neighbor through the system, run their old girlfriend's names, or run someone who they're having a dispute with. The problem goes beyond DMV and criminal records databases. Law enforcement officials have also been caught abusing technology that allows them to monitor the location of people's cell phones. In April, a former Missouri sheriff was sentenced to six months in prison for tracking a judge and members of the state highway patrol. Employees at private tech companies have also abused their access to databases of sensitive user information. Uber settled a lawsuit with the New York Attorney General in 2016 over its GodView tool, which allowed employees to track the location of riders without their consent, including that of a BuzzFeed reporter. Employees at Snapchat also may have misused an internal tool to spy on users, according to a recent motherboard investigation. More lawmakers have started advocating for data privacy regulations at the state and federal level, but those conversations have mostly focused on reining in big tech companies rather than information that public employees can access. It's very hard for people to get any kind of redress for privacy violations, St. Vincent says. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.